language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Listening to Psycho Music Lyricology Podcast, where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I'm one of your co-hosts, the guy that knows a little something about hip hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. Take two, Mo. And the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? What's up? Before we get started, let's. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, subscribe, rate, <laughs> review, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. What's Podcast. the synonym for subscribe? So yeah, stop saying it. You know out. what? I'm just going to say, make sure you rate, review, and listen to us No, we Spotify still need people to subscribe. And hit the subscribe button. You still said it wrong. What is wrong with me? Subscribe. Can you say spaghetti? Spaghetti. Oh, okay. I can, I can, I can say psycho music lyricology all day long. <laughs> right, right. But subscribe is a, subscribe. Tongue, tw- is a tongue twister. All right, man. Anyway, man, what's up, Doc? <laughs> On with the show. What's up, Doc? Yeah. What's up, Mike? Hey, man, man. You know, Tiger Wood and. Tiger Woods, Tiger you know, Woods. A couple of weeks ago, he went on, took care of business when they said he was done. So, uh,. So you know, uh, uh, Jamel Hill has a podcast, right? Yeah. And so in her first podcast on this Tiger Hill, Tiger Woods thing, mm-hmm. she she went back to, or she answered people who were asking her to apologize to Tiger Woods, <laughs> right? Because she said at the time he was never going to win again. He should retire. He yeah. He should whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I don't take that back." And here's the reason why I don't take that back. And she played an excerpt of Tiger, of when somebody asked Tiger a question of, "Did you ever get to a point where you thought that you would never play golf again?" He mm-hmm. said, "Competitive golf. Yeah, I did think about that. Mm-hmm. So if he thought about that, why wasn't it legitimate for me to say it?" You know what? Here's I'm gonna say this about Jamel Hill. Um, you need to not come for her because <laughs> she will clown advice. you. That's good advice. It, I mean, she she, I mean, she, podcast, she is very she 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 ready for it all. Whatever whatever you have, she is ready for it all. She just I mean you know don't mess with her. I I mean I literally that's one black woman I would not mess with. That's like your grandmother all the time because <laughs> you know. She you, she will she because she will metaphorically whip your ass every time you go for her. Well, she, so the name of her podcast is Unbothered. We're doing a plug for her now, I guess. Yeah. So she has a segment at the end of her podcast where she says, "Fuck it, I'm bothered." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she whatever guests are on her show, they have to say what I'm bothered by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was bothered by, and this is a real thing. There's a there in um, in Georgia, there is a creek. That is called uh, the Runaway Slave Creek, mm-hmm. Runaway Negro Creek, really? and uh, two years ago, some people peti- petitioned for the name to be changed, and they have sent. It took them two years, but they but they changed the name to the Freedom Creek, mm-hmm. and she um, she was upset that first of all, in 2019, we have something called the Runaway Slave. Runaway, runaway, Negro, sla- runaway Negro, Negro Creek, Creek. Uh-huh. and and the other part of it was why did it take two years for for somebody to say oh maybe that's not a good idea? Well, Killer Mike was on her show. He was her guest for that show, and he countered by saying, "You're wrong. They should keep the name mm-hmm. because we need to be reminded that during slavery, all of us didn't lay down. Some of us said this ain't right." Some of us ran away. Mm-hmm. Some of us uh, put glass in people's food. Some of us rebelled. A lot of us rebelled. And that needs to be a constant reminder that, hey, I'm, you know, this is not, this is not, the way that you've characterized this is not the way that uh, I want to be defined. And it, <clears throat> what he was saying was, or what I took away from it was, 
he the 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 perception that we have of a lot of things as southern blacks is different than northern blacks and i think that's true to a degree for a lot of us correct i agree that correct. we kind of we kind of think uh you know it, you call it what you want you know it, it is what it is but um you know, like some of us are like, keep the statues up, but tell the whole story. Word. Mm-hmm. So we don't care about taking the statues down. Statue don't mean shit Leave to the me. statue up. Mm-hmm. Just talk about the before and the after of yeah. this great moment that you're yeah. depicting in this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a really, really interesting point. And she just kind of like, over the course of his explanation, said, hey, you changed my mind on that. And I was like, hey, Jamel got more points with me. Jamel, Jamel Hill is bad. I like her. That's my She's girl, phenomenal. Man. That's my she has girl. a great podcast. I follow her like a mother. Yeah. All the time, I follow her. Yeah, man. But you know, that's just like uh, like my nephews, man. You know, they don't know who Ice Cube really is. They just know the man <laughs> from uh, S- SUV yeah, Special Victims Unit. Yeah, they don't know who Ice Wait, T. You, you said Ice T. Ice T. Or Ice T. They don't know about the cop killer. They don't know them. They don't know those two. Don't know those other folks. Other folks. Ice Cube say fuck the police. Yeah. Are we there yet? That's who they know. Or the big three. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know about yeah. Yeah. That's uh. But you know history. But you know, I I keep arguing that point that you know young folk don't have no sense of history. If they did, they wouldn't listen to this garbage that they listen to. So. But anyway, <laughs> and that and that's again our ongoing segment of get off my yard. Yeah, <laughs> dope smoking punks, get off my yard. <laughs> get off my yard, you dope smoking punks. Oh man. Mm-hmm. But what's mm-hmm. been up, Maurice? Man, you know what you been? What's uh, been I was trying to because uh, I listened to a lot of music, and I was talking about some music that I listened to that Mike recommended the last show. But this show, I want to uh, make sure that everybody knows that Eric Robeson has an album that's out right now. Really? That's not on any of the streaming services uh, because he, for right now, is exclusively selling it on Patreon. Oh, wow. And, um, and uh, I, we, you know, we investigated the whole Patreon mm-hmm. thing when we first started the podcast, and I was trying to revamp my account and then figured out I don't know my password and then you got to go through all of that renew your password and all that mm-hmm. stuff so I was, I'm still trying to figure that out but uh, <laughs> but but I was just like you know uh, I'm intrigued by this new model that every, that he's going to and uh, Rasan Patterson has an album that's coming out probably in about two or three weeks mm-hmm. and he recently posted about if you do go on the streaming services, don't stream my album, buy my album mm-hmm. on the streaming services. So I think it's just kind of like more of the same as we talk about the record industry, you know, even in the age of technology, you know, this whole uh, streaming and Spotify and even Tidal, people are not getting their money for their work, right? for, for the work that they're putting out. So, um, you know, if we have a little bit of a voice, you know, we and we can send people to Patreon to, you know, I don't know how much the album is, but, you know, just definitely go to uh, get you an account on Patreon and try to get Eric Robeson into the album because it's guaranteed to be a good album. It's Eric Robeson. <laughs> Shout out to Eric Robeson. Yeah. 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 So um, it's funny you say that, man, because Brand E-Row. talks about that. We make money on our merchandise. Yeah, Don't, you know these album sales, and when we go on tour, I need you to buy these albums, these CDs, right. these mm. T-shirts, and 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 the that, the yeah. Spotify and all of that stuff. It's more of a marketing campaign. It's not a it's not a revenue stream. Right. No, it's not, uh, and that's totally uh, not the way that I'm thinking about it. Right. I mean, I'm think, thinking when I'm listening to your song, you getting paid. Well, At some point, not. it just depends on how many spins you right. can get through it. Yeah. And and Rasan posted. The, the decimal points of what you were getting per stream with mm. all of the streaming services. Mm-hmm. And like Tidal was like up to the top and it was like 0.012 something. Mm-hmm. So nobody per is stream. even giving you a, a penny per stream. And that may be on the matter of seconds that you right. so, I mean, listen it's, to a song. Yeah, so, so this whole, you know, if you want to support your artists, mm. if you're not going to see them live, you're not buying their merchandise, you need, at least need to buy their album on the streaming service or whatever platform that they want to wow. put their album on, on SoundCloud or whatever, so they can get out there. Then yeah, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna, gonna say? Well, let me just go ahead and say that Eric Robeson. If you follow him on Instagram, you can see that Eric Robeson is a regular brother who are, who just happens to be an artist. So like you know, he takes his kids to school. He does he does normal things. He lives in a regular house, 
this man is trying to keep his lights on. He happens to be a creative and he happens to do that with art, but he's still trying to keep his lights on. So, you know, you need to treat that accordingly. And that's just that just plays into more of my, you know, whenever we do things, even what we do as a podcast, when we go, when we deal with people, you know, we need to treat their skill set like it has value and, you know, not, you know, marginalize what people do just because, you know, we see them, we see them in places and we think that, oh, well, they're a millionaire or whatever. That may not be the case. You 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 need to support your artists. True that. Yeah. You know, you turn me on to Eric Robeson. Yeah. You know. Uh, so go ahead. Man. Howard University. Yeah, man. Yep. H U H U alum. Yep. Yeah. Um, I saw Hamilton this week. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was. You know, why are you the one of all of the three of us that gets to go see Hamilton? Because <laughs> I want to see Hamilton, man. <laughs> And I asked my wife to say, I said, you want to go? You see how much them tickets are? I was like, yeah. Well, his wife is organized, so she got on, she did whatever she needed to do. Okay, so. <laughs> they came from the job. No. We, uh. She got a raffle and everything. Yeah, it happened because, uh, yeah, somebody knew somebody, and we got our tickets at, uh, when they were first, when they first offered them. Mm-hmm. So we've had them since January or something. Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So we've had the tickets forever. Okay. Um, and uh, this was Easter weekend, so Saturday before Easter, mm-hmm. we saw it. And uh, I have not had the opportunity to see anything on Broadway. I've not, you know, I've seen my share of Broadway plays, mm-hmm. but not on Broadway. So I've not seen original cast. This was the original cast. No, okay. my wife has seen Rent. On Broadway, original mm-hmm. cast. My mm-hmm. wife has seen Cats. She's seen a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. She says that Hamilton here in Dallas mm-hmm. with the non-Broadway cast is the best thing she's ever seen. Wow. Really? Yeah. And they're, I was, and they're uh, playing in another city too with a whole nother. Yeah, I don't Sick. know if they had another cast. Yeah, I, they got a whole other cast. Man. Okay, I didn't know they were traveling like that. Mm-hmm. They were they're supposed casts. to be. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be in Fort Worth next year, right? Mm-hmm. And people are starting to buy tickets to that. Buy the so, tickets. Yeah. So. If you can get tickets, and you have to wait a year, it's worth doing. You can go now. Hey, did you here. listen to the soundtrack before you? No, I, okay. I I purposefully did not. It's a phenomenal. Soundtrack. Listen to anything. I didn't want to see it. I knew what it was about. Mm-hmm. I purposefully stayed away from everything because mm. I wanted it fresh. I didn't want to anticipate anything because everybody was talking about how good it is. So I didn't want to anticipate anything. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want. I didn't look up anything. I even all I did was scroll in my mental rolodex. Of all the things I knew about Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. that was all I did. You know, old political science major, so I know a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I was sitting there watching this, telling the story via rap, basically, mm-hmm. you know, they rapping most of the, you know, it's, you know, rapping, singing, but mm-hmm. most of the whole thing is rapping. The level of detail is like brilliant, and then. The raps are brilliant. The show is brilliant. I was like literally blown away. Mm-hmm. The other part about that is the fact that, you know, the cast is uh, 90% brown people. Mm-hmm. The audience was not, mm-hmm. of course. So, you know, mm-hmm. but the cast is 90% brown people. Mm-hmm. So the, the Alexander Hamilton was played by a Hispanic. Uh, uh, Aaron Burr was played by a black man mm. who was phenomenal. I wish I knew his name right now. I meant to bring the playbill so I could shout him out. But um, um, excellent, yeah, excellent. Now, if you listen to the soundtrack, it's just it's just a phenomenal yeah. soundtrack. So I mean, I've seen I've seen Wicked, I've seen Rent, I've seen. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the big things I've seen. I've seen. Uh, Did you, didn't you see Color Purple? Color Purple. Yeah. I saw that too. I saw. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the bigger things I've seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen some other little small mm-hmm. things. Fela, Fela, Wicked. Fela. Yeah. So between between the things I've seen, mm-hmm. I always said Fela was the best. Mm-hmm. But Hamilton and Fela kind of running neck and neck, neck for me. 
but I'm biased toward Fela because I'm a fan of Fela's mm-hmm. music, so I'm a little bit biased. But if you can see <laughs> Hamilton now, go see it. Yeah, if you list. have to wait next actually, year, actually, if you uh, have to see it next year yeah, in Fort Worth, yeah, buy your tickets and go see yeah. it. You gotta, you you need to see Hamilton. Go check it out uh, next week, Maurice. They're gonna be here. Uh, I think May fourth. It'll be next weekend. It's still be here next weekend too. Who May fourth, Hamilton? Oh, and I know yeah. I've heard if you if you pay attention or you can like weekly. I know people who went for like eighty dollars. Yeah, and then I, I know I some folks who some... went for like ten dollars. Well, you know, if you get on the uh, like a Wednesday night, there's a raffle. For yeah, the, yeah, like for the tickets, Thursday yeah. night or yeah. like a Tuesday night, you can yeah. go for like ten dollars yeah. or something oh, like that, like the fair. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it. I was I I mean, um, it's only in two acts, mm-hmm. and the the act each act is probably about probably about an hour each act. So you got an hour and then you got a, like a 10, 15 minute intermission. And then the mm-hmm. next time, that whole, that hour goes by just like this. Mm-hmm. And you are engaged for the, every song. Mm-hmm. It's like 15 songs per, mm-hmm. <laughs> per act. Mm-hmm. And I was engaged the entire time. Yeah. I was and the level of detail was like incredible. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I really, I was like, if this is the, if this is the off Broadway cast, yeah, what was the cast? The with, cast with the, Lin, the, the Broadway with cast, must Miranda, have, and all that, that must have been phenomenal. I mean, if you look at the people that that have gone off and done movies yeah. and albums and stuff, yeah, they were all. It yeah. must have been like yeah. incredible. Incredible, yeah. yeah. I mean, just I was like, this is the. I was like, these are scrubs. Yeah, and you know, these were the ones who weren't on Broadway. Yeah. So what? This I'm, must have been. I'm glad y'all got a chance to see that, man. Yeah, that's, man. That sounds like that was a good show. Hey, that sounds like that was a really good show. If you can get away with seeing it, if you can find a way to see it, you have to see Hamilton. Cool. Well, check this out, Maurice. It'll be here all next week. <laughs> I got too much going on. And it'll be here like the first. It'll be like your the fourth. I'm, fifth, I'm checking for the, the fourth show next year so I can plan. Yeah. And it'll be Sunday. It'll be next weekend. But anyway, man. Uh, Mike, you might know. Uh. This cat that I ran that I, I'm about to talk about uh, <clears throat> out of Houston, Texas, Bubba Thomas and the Light Men. It's a jazz funk soul band out of uh, Houston, Texas. Uh-uh. Uh, Bubba, Bubba Thomas is actually a drummer. Uh, went to Wiley College, graduated from Wiley. This in the '60s, early '70s. You know they were doing that uh, Tower Power thing. You know, mm-hmm. you know, mixing jazz and mm-hmm, Herbie mm-hmm. Hancock thing, but. Uh, I check out this album called Country Fried Chicken. And it's Bubba Thomas, okay. Bubba Thomas. Uh, how I was turned on to it is a friend of mine, bandmate Dwight. He plays with the uh, Bayou City Brass Band out of Houston. They cover one of his songs on their current EP. It's called Ashy, which is on, <laughs> which is on Bubba's solo record called it's all about style the funny thing how they end up getting the song was ashy which is on bayou city uh brass band's ep is bubba thomas is uh is the father of the band bayou city band leader he is the father of the bayou city band the leader of william thomas and i'll show you a picture of him next time uh <clears throat> when I when I you know I came went to see him when they came in Dallas yeah yeah and everything man but it's some it's some it's some cool music though man I I I, I checked out uh his solo thing we need a segment mm-hmm. on every show or once a once a sh- once a month we do a show where we have a segment where we talk about groups like that where we just we spend the month going to find. Uh, each one of us separately going to find the, and non, the yeah, non-major like, label people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah man. I agree. That's that's a good. We need yeah. to do that because yeah, uh, it's some good stuff out there. Man. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, it's a lot some of good very stuff good stuff out there. Stuff out there. Well produced, and professionally then, done. Oh man, yeah. you need to hear this. And then yeah. you know when we start Psycho Music Lyricology Records next year. All right. Yeah. When Speaking we start into the, existence. This, yeah, I mean, you know, what's going to happen? We 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 almost there. We almost there. Yeah, man. And so, you know, me and Dwight were just talking on the phone. And Dwight, my partner, he's done doing the lead on the song. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
He said, yeah, man. I said, he said, yeah, that song, Ash, you know, that's my partner's dad's song. I say, uh, I say, I'm gonna ask you a question. If I played it on the show, y'all ain't gonna sue me, are you? Oh, no, no, man, we own the rights. I said, well, let me talk to William Thomas first, and then we'll cross that bridge <laughs> about playing yeah, it on uh, the show. <laughs> I, I, you know, we've had enough scrapes with legal <laughs> <laughs> with social media and uh, uploading pod. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't need to get into none of that. We don't mm-hmm. want none of that yeah. action. Yeah. So we need our stuff to be in writing. <laughs> we go hold right, tight right. for a minute. <laughs> Word. I just play it in your ear later on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Maurice, man, another good article, man. You know, gentrification is going rapid, rampant. Yeah, all across the United States. Yeah, so I figured, you know, since we had uh, our 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 lens is always music, that we could this would be a topic that would be tailor made for us, and that would be the uh, the recent, you know, you know, issues of melee about uh, go go music in a uh, uh, formerly black neighborhood that has been uh, gentrified uh, recently. Uh, um, and uh and you know the ripple effect of that what do we you know what are what our thoughts on it and we went into uh there are like two articles out there the one i went into initially was the one on slate magazine uh by natalie hopkinson it's go go lives to fight another day mm-hmm. so if you want to check that one out you can check that out there's also one on news1.com uh, gentrified DC tries to whitewash Chocolate City by targeting go-go music. So uh, we looked at these articles and you know kind of ch- saw what the backstory was related to um, what actually happened. And and just from just in summary, uh, a local entrepreneur who was in the neighborhood l- long for for many many years before it was gentrified had a prepaid phone store. Uh, uh, Metro PCS uh, type store that was uh, and he was also uh, a serial entrepreneur who had previously uh, opened a series of go-go bars, go-go, go-go clubs. And so he was a go-go music fan and uh, sidebar. This guy has like a library of 30,000 go-go songs of go-go music that as a result of all of this, Mm -hmm. he's trying to get online. So that's one positive thing out of this. But during business hours, as he was selling these phones, he um, played go-go music in speakers outside of the store. Mm-hmm. So as people walked by, you could hear go-go music. Right. Well, the neighborhood is changing. So you got a neighborhood that was pre- previously black, probably middle class, blue collar folks. There's now an upper class, predominantly white community. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a no- noise ordinance now that <laughs> were that um, this 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 owner was 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 consistently uh, called on. So mm-hmm. people were saying that he was playing loud music or whatever. He never actually violated the no- the noise ordinance in for that city. Uh, police came out several times. So the the people in the neighborhood uh, anonymously. to me is really a a key point of this anonymously contacted well let me back up so the metro pcs store was bought by metro pcs was purchased by t-mobile right so now they're part of a corporate you know conglomerate Mm -hmm. so uh the 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 neighbor the new neighbors in the neighborhood who are not feeling the go-go music are uh now decide to contact t-mobile and say hey we got an issue with the music mm-hmm. so t-mobile then says you know they they then you know you know send you know somebody down to tell the man to turn his music off so mm-hmm. the music the music goes off and then everybody's like what you know happened? this is a this is an issue why mm-hmm. are they you know doing this and now now the whole issue of cultural genocide you know that's the word that's being thrown around about what's going on with this particular uh situation and so now we're talking so we want to talk about you know everything that's surrounding this particular topic so Mm -hmm. go-go music 
which uh, I think all of us are familiar with it. But if you're not, you know, uh, reference uh, the butt uh, by EU. EU. Uh, what's what's my man's name? Chuck uh, Brown. Chuck Brown. Trouble Funk. Tr- yeah. Trouble okay. Funk. So there, yeah. so so there there's some history with this music. Uh, I would say that in large part it's a regional thing, but it, it also has some national. Right. I, I and I think some bigger bigger artists uh, have referenced go go music. I've heard Michelle and Deggio Cello, who's uh, from DC, DC talk native, about yeah, yeah talk and about go go music a she's lot. She's actually got go go music on some of her records. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Uh, the anthropological mixtape had a lot of some some go go music type uh, vibes. On and uh, the the beautiful human, not beautiful human, the one with the stars and yeah. love song number three and that yeah. that album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and not to mention uh, Herbie Love Bug from DC, Salt and Pepper, mm-hmm. uh, Kid and Play. So you've heard you've heard you've heard go go music. You've heard go even if you don't know that you've heard go go music. You've heard go go music before if you've listened to R and B music. So so the so we want to talk about you know what uh, uh, talk about cultural genocide. Uh, uh, Each one of us probably have different uh, different perspectives on it, Uh, and uh, just delve into the topic of how music. Can how taking away the music can take away the culture of a neighborhood and how that and how that happens. So, um, Howard University students are having issues with uh, uh, individuals walking dog, through their park, with the dog, dog shit in their park on the yard, mm-hmm. right? And they call it a public. So, uh, what it is 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 uh, colonizers. Okay. Moved into the neighborhood <laughs> and decided that their dogs could play on the yard at you know at Howard, and so Howard <laughs> students are like, "Yo, we you know this is we study here, we hang out here, we, we don't sit wanna, on the grass, we sit on the grass. We don't want to be dodging dog shit." Uh, one of the colonizers was uh, <laughs> interviewed for a story about it, and his his his. <laughs> His take on it was <laughs> his take on it was this: uh, they should just move the campus. That's they what should I, that, move that's the, campus. the campus. That's what the article said. I read of that article. Howard Mike. University. Yes. If they, Are you serious? If they don't yes. want to share it, yes. they should just move, move the campus. campus. Yes. We we walk through here, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what entitlement is. No, that's what white privilege is. That's entitlement. I that, mean, that is entitlement. I, I was. I mean, I was so done with when I heard when I was like I was I I was watching the uh, the 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 clip from the story, and I was like, wait. I, I mean, I was like, I slid it back, you know, slide back to rewind. Like, did he just say that? I really? was like, did he? I mean, does he know yeah. that he just said what he right, said? Right, right. You know, I was trying to give him some. I was, I was looking at his facial expressions, like he's trying to make a joke or something. He mm-hmm. was dead damn it serious. Wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't tongue in cheek. It wasn't sarcasm. It was dead damn serious. It was, and yeah. and it's the it's uh, like I, like if somebody said, hey, why don't y'all just move Yale or why don't y'all just move Brown University? Which he would, right. which he would never move. Yeah. <laughs> Which he would never, right? He would right. never say it. Yeah. He would. It would never cross his mind. Why don't y'all just move UC Berkeley? Yeah. Why don't Why don't y'all just do that? Yeah, and it would never cross his mind. Why don't y'all just move that you know over what? there? That? You know what? Notre Dame is just in the way. <laughs> right. Right. We need right, to put right. something. We we we're trying to walk through here. We tired all that. And, and you know, take y'all Catholic asses somewhere else. It would never happen. No, it wouldn't. Yep. And and well, and so I'm like, I was. I I mean, you know, and um. What I what I don't like here here's the problem with the whole cultural thing is, is that for I I I think I made this argument before I think that this country is so young, Mentally? so young no just in age just actual okay. oh just you mean the actual country, okay, country okay. is yeah. just mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just opposed to other but, thousands of years nations in the, in the world East right, and, right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. we don't yeah. that these people really we don't, don't understand history. the value of history right. Mm-hmm. right 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 and and because black folk have had to had to well one we've been disconnected from our roots literally Mm -hmm. 
you know, subplanted from picked out of a whole culture mm-hmm. and given a new culture that we don't have any respect for history and culture as a whole. But isn't the onus on us? I agree. I'm not saying to it's a not, certain extent. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm, that's, okay. that's my argument. Okay. okay. But it's there. But there are some. There are some. There are some uh, symptoms to the disease. I agree. You know. I agree. Definitely. There are symptoms to the disease. Right. So, I just think that. And so, what? 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 What hurts me most is, you know, is that we just allow for, um, in a and and it's almost a. Uh, it's almost a. Uh, I'm just gonna get up and make this happen this way. I'm gonna do this, and you know, we're gonna leave that old stuff behind, and blah blah blah. We're gonna do this, and we're gonna be new, and blah blah. And we just forget. Yeah. You know, and and I can name almost for every genre of music that um, this country has created, mm-hmm. there has been uh, there's almost been a root of uh, blackness. And we just let it go or it gets taken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we just let it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't fight for it. We don't we fight don't, we for it. We don't say, hey, that, that's mine. That's what you ours do. and yeah, we yeah, just yeah. need to yeah. do it yeah. until, you know, and, it, and it's the funniest thing to me because, you know, like we came out of that Charlottesville thing. And one of the things that they said, you know, one of those the, the, the at those clowns in Charlottesville were. Uh, walking around saying you will not replace us. The ones where it was nice people on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> With the you will not replace us. <laughs> Jews will not replace right, us. You right, will right. not replace yeah. us. Who? Wait, who's doing the replacing? Right. You know. Right. You 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 watch these shows, The Voice or whatever. These they clearly getting blown out by artists who are not black. Oh, you know what I mean? I mean, the black artists are clearly blowing these people off the stage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they can't win these shows. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because they're not packaged, whatever. Yeah. So let me ask. Let me and let me detour yeah. for just one second because I would the point that you just that example that you just gave speaks to one of my first questions about this whole thing. So you gave that example of this uh, this person who's saying that if you don't want our dogs pooping on the lawns of Howard University, if you don't if you don't want to take accountability of that, then just move the just move the whole campus because you're not working with us because you don't want us to be plopping dog poop all over the yard. You don't want to deal with that. So he said that kind of he said that openly and without any kind of sarcasm or whatever. To me what's interesting about this is well, about this particular story is there's no record or nobody is coming out as saying I'm the person who contacted T-Mobile about this issue and mm-hmm. said, hey, I need for them. To, and to me, it kind of it speaks different. It speaks to the opposite of what the issue that you have or, or the story that you depicted where this person was proud of, of what they were saying and didn't see anything wrong with it. Whereas there's a whole subsection of people, however you want to call them. Of, of these people who have moved into these neighborhoods who know that they don't have a right to say what they're saying and they don't want to be called to the carpet on it. So they do it anonymously because they don't want anybody to challenge them as to why they're why they want to something that's been a tradition in the community to go away. They don't want to have that discussion because they know it ain't right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, you know, can we get on the same page about what is right and wrong about what you're doing to this neighborhood? Because I want to see the distinction. I want to see groups of people. I want to see the groups of people over here to think, oh, okay, if you want us to move in, you got to change everything about this neighborhood because we here now, we got money. And the people that come in and just say, hey, we know that we are uh, to some de- to some degree encroaching on your culture, but we don't care. And I want to I want to know those. I want to be able to talk to look at those people and say, hey, I know uh, I can't have this discussion with homeboy that want us to move this campus because that person is like, OK, you I, I can't get. But these people over here, I want to know, you know, that was wrong. You you know 
that there is a thriving culture here that you are encroaching on. Talk to me about why you feel like you are justified just because you have money to call a corporate entity and have them make a ruling over a city where all of these people are voting and have government officials who can, you know, do whatever here. But you want to call the corporate people and say, hey, I want this shut down. What, you know, well, you know let's talk right, through right. that. And why do you feel that's well, the right thing well, you to know do? What? That just tell you who the person is that called. His grandfather, aunt, uncle, may be relatives of Walmart. But it mean it speaks to the same. It call. speaks to the same entitlement that. Mm-hmm. But it's a to me it's a slightly it's a slightly different kind of entitlement. Some people might be like, well, why are you even making the distinction? I guess my thing is I I think that one person may be reachable, where the other one I'm like I don't know where to go with that. But you know where you but you know where my issue is mm-hmm. is I'm fine with uh, T-Mobile doing what they did. It just means that I ain't fucking with T-Mobile. You see what I'm saying? I mean, as a corporate entity, they did what they were supposed to do. I'm not. Oh, okay. But they shouldn't have been. They should not have been allowed to do that. Like somebody should have been able to immediately say, who's the councilman in my city that covers this? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Hey, uh, uh, Councilman Joe Blow. Thank you. T-Mobile says such and such and such and such. And that's not we that's not what what our community uh, wants here. Can can you do something about this? And they say, I certainly can. And talking to the mayor and whatever. And, and, you know, getting this all wrapped up real quick. Or or. Can we get you a grant to start your own store, and then you play the music, and then you you be in control of that, and not control, and not being bothered by some corporate entity? And if you want to go to court about it, let's go to court about it. But I'm not fixing to turn my music off for you. Well, look at look at it this way, man. I'm ta- I'm thinking of this: if you gonna let your dog shit on the yard, <laughs> and I know they have cameras everywhere to see who dogs is shitting on the yard, and these people allowing them to. Why wasn't there a citation? Made pass for them for letting they not picking up the poop up off the yard. Well, I mean that that's what's a bigger issue about enforcement and what yeah. laws get enforced. And see, what's going to happen is is one of them colonizers' dogs gonna run up on one of those kids and they're gonna get the shit kicked out of them, <laughs> and then it's gonna be a fight, and then it's gonna be a whole different mess, right? Mm-hmm. Because my problem is is that that so how a university's administration should get on that immediately. They should be in there mm-hmm. saying, this this is private property to an extent. Mm-hmm. And your dogs, we don't allow dogs to shit here. So you want to walk through? Fine. I ain't got no beef with you walking through here, but your dogs can't shit on my yard. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that we need to be about. You know, we need to be about those kinds of things. You know, and, and if you want to have a problem with it, we can go to court about it. Let's do that. Let's 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 go. Let's 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 take it all the way. Does your dog need to shit on the yard so much that you need to come to court about it? Let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the they got they caught it. How we got a whole damn law school? They don't need <laughs> you know. They don't. They don't. They. It ain't like they got to go pay lawyers. What you say? Do they the they building lawyers. Well, we don't want third good on this case. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we can send the C team for this. <laughs> we don't need the Supreme. <laughs> but let me ask this question. Let me before I forget it. So, uh, uh, what was I getting ready to say um, about the go go the mute? I mean, the go-go. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, as far as we as black people are, black people like just being up in arms about this is the issue of the week that we want to get mad about. But like, how many black how many black people could even point to any go go song prior to this being out? Prior to this actual uh, um, um, uh, story coming out and saying, "Hey, I appreciate that as a part of as a form of art that is prevalent in my community." It is. It is issue of the week. And here's my problem. Here, and here's what I say. Here's what I say. That that that's kind of my that issue. That's old for me, though. I'll that, be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, but here, but this is my issue with that. Um, is is the is the lack of global understanding of little things. Mm-hmm. So the 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 minute anything, uh, nobody in D.C. no no none of the colonizers in D.C. should have even considered messing with black folks' culture. You understand? What, and here's what I mean by that is is that culturally we should have a foothold on all of our culture Mm -hmm. we don't we don't we don't we don't take equity in our culture 
and we don't take ownership of it, it's not ours. But be- we so, get so-, so because we didn't value it beforehand, they didn't think enough of it to think that we cared about it in the first place. Because if because if he's gentrifying uh, little Italy. And Frank Sinatra is playing over the uh, Pizza Hut. <laughs> right, I get where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I get it wouldn't have thought twice about doing right, nothing right, right. about it. It wouldn't have been, said it would have been the charm of the neighborhood. It would have been, been a part of the community. Wow, that's, that's I'm just, why I'm here. I'm just joining the that's neighborhood. I'm enjoying this. We're eating pizza. And, and, and one of the here. writers of the article stated to, that. to that point, he talked about how uh, go he had to like kind of get somebody straight about it even being a go-go uh, being a form of art because you know he was at uh, uh, I read uh, that part yeah, yeah he was yeah, at yeah. some kind of uh, at his symposium book. yeah well I yeah. think he was at his book his book signing and they yeah. told him to turn down the about music the go-go live and then he was music. at a symp- mm-hmm. symposium and somebody said I don't know how he got the money to do this yeah and it'd be like well I don't know how you got the money to talk about opera how did you get the money to talk about uh, folk music it's the same just, thing just because you don't understand it right doesn't mean right. that it's not right. valuable but but to your point, I mean, I think we're saying the same thing, though, about, you know, the issue of the week, because if we have something that is a long standing, a long standing issue that people are aware of, that they know that we value. Yeah, they're going to think twice about it. But if we just move from issue to issue to issue to issue to issue, exactly. then people don't then people don't exactly. don't know what you they don't take mm-hmm. it seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's like, OK. You know, I see that meme on on Facebook all the time. What are we mad about today? Mm-hmm. You know, and this is kind of like what you know. Do you really take people seriously when they when they have that kind of stance to something like what? Okay, are you gonna know? Are you gonna be talking about go go music in six months? But you know what? The other part of that is is that I mean that that that's a fi- it, it really is a fine line. I do understand what you're saying. Okay, but some of that's a fine line. I live in Oak Cliff, Texas, or from Oak Cliff, Texas. Uh, I'm not as invested in go-go music, right? I agree. So agree. It's not a, it's not woven it, into your community right. like that. We see it more because of uh uh because of how media is delivered now. Social media, those kinds right. of things. This story not making the evening news. It's that story is not making mm-hmm. CBS evening gotcha. news. Gotcha. It's not going to make the local news, right? Mm-hmm. So now we see it a little bit more. We are so yeah, it if yes, we can get full of the issue of the day, mm-hmm. but there are the news is is made the news is different in the sense that now we see it. There's there's a place there's an outlet for it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if if this happened in 1988, it, it would been, still happen. It would have been a DC thing. It would have been a DC thing, and but it might have it might have it might have made a leak a DC paper. Right. It might have made a Howard University paper. Right. But it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made a the Washington Post. And so when we're yeah. so when we're when we're when we're at the point of uh, our highest levels of pissivity, <laughs> where we're tired of hearing the issue of the day. Pissivity. Okay. You know. When we're tired of hearing the issue of the day, right. we need to recognize that it's all interwoven. It's all interwoven because if they're going to do it in D.C., they're doing it in Brooklyn. I totally they're going to do it in Brooklyn. The they're going to do it in Miami. The word, Mike. Huh? Gentrification. That's the key word. But I, even if you're going to gentrify the neighborhood, but you know, it's but the ahead. point you made is totally 100% correct about interwoven. And when you talk about topics, put them in context. Yeah. Put them in context of all of the other times that culturally things were taken away from us that were. So if you know, so if you talk about that story, let's talk about it in terms of blues. Let's talk about it like, you know, even make recent references. If you can reference the be let's make it a, a mainstream reference reference what happened in the Beyonce. Movie but but in, isn't in some the, of it, but isn't some of that up to you? Isn't some of that up to it's you? up to the people who are posting their 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 issue with the yes. right it's but up to what you i'm as saying is is that as an individual i'm listening to i'm seeing i'm seeing what's happening in dc and i can look around the corner and go oh they're gonna try that here too so what do i need to be what how do i need to be prepared how do for i that? handle this when it comes but to my area i get mm-hmm. I, I agree with that but i'm saying the person who's the person who's uh ranting about it online those rants need to have context the but rants need to talk about 
all of the all of the prior times where culturally we we were gentrified culturally we were uh uh you were raped of your culture and and you know and, but is and you don't gonna, even have to but make is that a, gonna, but is that gonna make you any less tired of it no it won't it won't make me any less tired of it but i can see the trend that you're talking about i can see the i can see the okay this is continuing to happen no, nothing has changed but, but nothing, it's still it's it's, it's same you, same thing but the educated well-read brother who's paying attention to that already gets that well i mean i didn't have to i didn't have to read any story to know when i heard go-go music and t-mobile and people calling it i didn't have to read an article <laughs> right, on anything right. I, I got you i, I didn't have to go that. and be i have to see nobody on twitter being mad about it or anything but i'm just saying the people who are ranting about it need to need to do that for all for everybody who goes to twitter and goes yeah because those people run off uninformed, ready to fight. You need to be an informed fighter when you talk about stuff like that. So when people challenge you on it, you can run you it down. Your facts you can you go, your facts you go dap, 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 dap. And and so when you so when people start, uh, why what you know? So when people say, well, why don't you move your campus? I'm not gonna move my campus because when this happened, this you did this, and when this happened, you did this. And the reason why I know that is because the person that was ranting about it on Twitter ran it down for me. So everybody can fight about it, 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 it educatedly and it, an intelligent discussion about it. Okay. Right. That that that's that's my only issue with. It. It's like okay, you know, don't just be mad. Be informed with your with your anger. Talk about why you know. Tell them why you mad. Tell them tell them exactly why you mad. Tell them why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad. You know, in detail because a lot of people. Well, you know, a lot of people when you know they just shoot back the talking points to you. They don't have no context for what they be thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you run it down to them, they be like, "Oh, I, I've had that many times." Mm-hmm. So you, oh, why do we still need black whatever? Da 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 da. Well, because now today most of the black lawyers and doctors, even today, graduate from historically black colleges. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you just you know, I'm mad. You know, it don't. You know. You know, you can shut it down if you like, okay, well, you know, this this is not acceptable because this is the cherry on top of a shitty ass Sunday where this happens time and time again. I you know, I'm I'm tired of it and this is the reason why. I'm with you. I'm with you. I All get right. you. Then. Well, you know what? We're gonna calm you down for a second here. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, when was the first time you ever heard go go music, Mike? Um, I would say the first time I gave name to it mm-hmm. was uh, um, the butt EU. Okay. The first time I, but historically, after I said, "Oh, that's what Go Go is," mm-hmm. then I would say it's Chuck Brown. Uh, I feel like busting mm-hmm. loose. loose. And then uh, the hip hop generation, Trouble Funk. Right. So I think that that's the first, but I think the first time I heard a name for it, mm-hmm. you know, to me it was just, you know, mm-hmm. soul music or hip hop. Yeah. But the first time I laid name to it or it was branded for me was the butt EU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brother mm-hmm. Malcolm. <laughs> uh, that's that's brother. Nah, you, you brother saying. Malcolm today. You I'm ain't just, Ma- you ain't Martin Luther the King today. Nah, I'm, you, you brother Malcolm today, man. No, but, I will <laughs> say that go go music. That I, I mean, I I don't have like Mike said. I'm I'm in Oak Cliff. I don't have a cultural tie to it. Mm-hmm. I like the music, mm-hmm. but I mean that's another reason why it needs to be put in context. Mm-hmm. So even if I don't have that kind of tie to it. People can tie it to something that I do have a tie to mm-hmm. and see that, okay, black people over here, this happened to them. Black people over here, this happened to them. Black people over here, this happened to them. And so it all turns into this one little, you know, uh, fucked up thing that's happening to everybody related to, you know, culture. Mm-hmm. And it to me, it's like, oh, you know, I see that happening in every major city about losing its identity. And people people complain about cities losing their identity but it's kind of like okay when when white people catch a cold you know black people get pneumonia so if white folks are complaining about oh our cities are like becoming in these strip malls mm-hmm. and when you go to the same when you go to one city you see the same thing what do you think's happening in the black community right i mean they are getting completely demolished and right. just rolled over and with no semblance of what they had before so you know people do need to know 
what what happened in that city. I mean, nobody, you know, I, I you know, I just to me, it, it was a it was a, a really, really poignant discussion that could have been a more poignant discussion about cultural 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 genocide. Mm-hmm. It could have been a really, really you could have you could have done a timeline of cultural genocide mm-hmm. and just, hey, when are we gonna when are we gonna okay, okay, we're gonna go Okay, we you want us to go back before Elvis? We, we, you know how far back are we gonna go with this? Cause it just keeps on happening, and keeps on happening, and keeps. You want to take it? You want to? You know? You want to have a what's the? Uh, I want to. I want to name the name of this. Uh, uh, Post Malone. You know. You want to. Mm-hmm. You know. You want to bring it all the way up to Post Malone and have that discussion about it. Cause we. Yeah. You know. Cause you can. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's it's it's, it's kind of like you can you can. You can you can have little notches on the dateline about everything that's happened, and and that that would be the you know it would just be the one little one little extra notch in this whole timeline of stuff that's happened related. But to you this. know what, man? Now that you now that you say that, I'm gonna challenge you on something. Then you need to write a book about that. It could be a bestseller. I, I think there are books that have been written about it. Yeah, I, you need you to know, write it your goes book back about it. <laughs> Your yeah. book, your okay. interpretation. You know what I'm saying? It's like been doing a movie over and over, right? The same story over and over, but it's your interpretation. Okay, okay. You know right. what I'm saying? You, you gassing me up now, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I will say my own personal DC story because mm-hmm. I did live in DC for a year. DC, when I lived in DC, there was there was culture everywhere, and the first time that I heard uh, uh, Bob Marley legends. I was in D.C. Mm-hmm. So this city is full of cultural uh, just meat used for to black folks. Cult, when it used to be Chocolate City. Oh, well, it's okay. Kinda, yeah, yeah. That's very debatable. Now it's, it's kind of Carmel City. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, there, there were just, you know, there were cultural touch points for black people everywhere throughout this city. Yeah. And when I lived there, you, you everywhere you went there was something creative that was happening and a person of color was behind it i mean mm-hmm. it, it didn't matter where you were so i mean there's definitely that tradition there so i see what's going on there and it's it's, it's tragic it really is tragic yeah. that people can just kind of mow over you like that but and, and it's it really is it's kind of sad because i guess um where and i, I was gonna say well just a second ago mm-hmm. where is i it was the late 80s early 90s being in dc where i got i got uh go go organically mm-hmm. and is when i really started to uh um when i really started to appreciate it mm-hmm. it's the same thing with like bounce music right like i exactly. listen to bounce yeah you know yeah. listen that to new it or whatever bounce, yeah. but when i heard it in a new orleans club mm-hmm. and i saw yeah. yeah, I saw what it did in its element. In its element, yeah. yeah, I saw what it was. I was like, "Damn," you know. I I, I gained a new appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I can imagine. I and and that's that's always my argument for exposure. You know, yes, expose mm-hmm. your kids to everything. Yes, mm-hmm. because you never know what sparks, and yes. you never know where their interests might mm-hmm. lie. Even if they, you know, I'm never gonna become a go-go musician. Never gonna become, you know, a bounce musician and you know a jazz musician either. But exposed, I was exposed to it, mm-hmm. and you know, I w- I didn't appreciate, um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily appreciate trad jazz until I started playing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just one of those things mm-hmm. that you know, it you just become it becomes a part of who you are, mm-hmm. and then not only expose. Uh, not only expose people to it or expose your children to it, but they need to understand where it's coming from and what the history yeah. is about it and so on and so forth, you know, cause you know, uh, I don't know how you can, for me, you just can't like hip hop and not have, have to me an appreciation for go-go, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it just, it just, I mean, it's just Agreed. a pure derivative Agreed. of what was Agreed. happening in DC in the clubs in the late seventies, I mean, it's just if you if you listen to if you listen to hip hop, uh, you listen to Cool Herc, you listen to that stuff that was going on in the late seventies, Melly Mel, all of those. 
I mean, it just all of that stuff came out of the DC clubs too. It came out of that whole club scene, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, rapping mm-hmm. just came out of the club scene. That's what mm-hmm, it is. And mm-hmm. and so you uh and so, you know, whereas you know, whereas I don't have the same connection to go go music that somebody from DC has, mm-hmm. it's in my DNA. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like without, house, without just question. like house, just like I mean, because you know, on on the way over, you know, I'm listening to Chuck Brown, yeah. listening to the backyard, mm-hmm. I'm listening to EU, I listen mm-hmm. to Rare Essence. <laughs> it's no different. It's just it's just you know it's just old funk music. Yeah. You know, some, yeah, funk with some rap and it's just yeah, it's just yeah, some old yeah. funk music. Now I will say some of them songs are too long. Oh, but my <laughs> attention, but my attention span ain't that long right. either. So yeah. you know, kind of. you know you got to meet it in the middle so that's why i say the you know there's always you know something good that comes out of you know stuff like this and the fact that this man had 30 he had thirty thousand go-go songs that he's now going to attempt to put online is that exposure that you're talking about so now when your daughter is a teenager you may be able to go somewhere and not have to uh, be digging for it, you may be able to stream some go-go music mm-hmm. because if somebody is attempting to put thirty thousand, it's gonna it's gonna stay out there and 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 be be available mm-hmm. for somebody to get sparked by that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm that's the if that if that comes out of this, then it was that's the positive side. That's the pot. The yeah. other thing that I want to say about this, just the other side of this, is like. The man store closed at five o'clock. Why are you worried about music today? You know, I mean, he had regular, regular he had regular business yeah, hours. Yep. Why, you know, your ass should have been at work. Why too. you ain't at work? <laughs> you just want to have something to complain about. Exactly. Yeah, it black, was, just, you know, you know. To me, that's just really what it bo- it boiled down to. It's that uh, calling the police on black people for doing everyday things. Exactly. It, that's what it really, really. That's what you know. At the end of the day, that's what this is. They it's, were listening to music. You know, I cannot believe they're listening to that jungle music. You know mm-hmm. what? You know that's illegal. Why are they doing that? You know, it's just and they ain't talking about drugs, selling a drug, taking it. <laughs> Even if they were, but what, but, but, right. but, my, but my point is, the content is nothing like that. Right. in the content of the music, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so. what what are you? I mean. A man, I mean, and that man, I mean, there's so many levels to this. That man was selling phones to people who don't have phones like we have, who don't have like a service of phones where we complaining about my phone bill too high. These are people who are, hey, month to month. I need a phone. Let me get my, let me put a basic phone. Let me put five on it (laughs) so I can continue to talk. So, I mean. You know, I mean, you know, it's just on so many levels, you are, you know, really, uh, really getting in, getting into, it's just, I, I, you know, I, I I just, I'm blown away by the topic and the whole, you know, what, what, how many levels that the socioeconomic ramifications of trying to shut down somebody's business, who's trying to get phones for, for people who don't want to pay Verizon or whatever, Can't pay Verizon, Can't uh, you, pay know, you know, AT&T, right? Yeah. Who don't want to get wrapped into and these don't contracts? Want a contract, yeah. You know, you know, it's just, you know, it it, it it's just mind blowing that you know that on so many levels how certain things are being, you know, attacked. So I, I just, I, I I hope that you know we can continue to have conversations like this about uh, cultural. Because I, re- I really do think it's cultural genocide. I think that's the appropriate word. And, you know, people attempts to uh, wipe out somebody's culture because it's just like something that you're not into. I told him, Mike, you need to write a book. Ooh. There are already books about write, this stuff. Write book. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I'm just going to say my, my introduction to it was 1983. My stepfather went up to D.C. for work. Came back to things he turned me on to, uh, go go. Then he turned me on to Killer Time. So he went to DC. Two man. good recommendations, you man. know. So, uh, but after that, <clears throat> I began to hear uh, DJ Uche here in Dallas, Texas, back in that 83, 84, 85 era. 
he R.I.P. Some, he had throw some trouble for Hong Kong in a minute on the Funk and Roll mix, 9410, March Lane. You know what I'm talking about, Mike? S-T-A-R-Z stars, baby. You know so. <laughs> and we always Was that the address? Yes, 9410, March Lane. Stars, baby. I don't know how y'all remember that. Yeah, man. He would jam some trouble funk in a minute. Might throw some Chuck Bryan on you in the mix in a minute, wow. man. Okay. Yeah, man. Trouble Funk Express. You know, so uh, if you're ever in the Dallas area in the uh, summertime, what, spring, summer, wintertime, you can always go to these legendary Sean Martin Go Go parties. Now, if I tell uh, you, they yeah. are off the chat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Sean Martin keeping Go Go alive in Dallas. Right here in Dallas, yeah. Texas. Yeah, you know so, uh, and I have attended. You gonna yeah. you know he might I not wish hit. We, the, he I might wish we could have gotten his top, his 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 port perspective on this, but he's like he hopes touring he's the right. world mm-hmm. and being yeah, phenomenal. Just saw him uh, in Germany or somewhere just the other day. Yeah, yeah. man, he's with your boy, Mister Schizophrenia himself, Bobby Sparks. There you go. You know so. Hey, I'm going to the next go-go party. You, 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 you down, Maurice, to stay up a little later I'm than down. normal. Yeah, because he ain't gonna hit the stage to buy the left. Look, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let it go. <laughs> he said, tell me about it. <laughs> oh, he said, now nah, you know what? I just YouTube it. Yeah, tell me about it later. Since he got smart TVs now. Yeah. As always, we want to thank you for listening to Psycho Music Lyricology. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe, <laughs> rate, review, and listen to Psycho Music Lyricology on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Like us on Facebook at Psycho Music Lyricology. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Psycho Fellas. We can be contacted at Psycho Music Lyricology at gmail.com or reach out to us at 469-606-9534. Until the next time, peace. Peace. peace.